welcome to Occupied, podcast about anime, manga, light novels, and industry news. I'm your host, Brandon, otherwise known as Doc Bay, and this episode I'll be talking about the, well, recent to the U.S., uh, recently screened anime film Shirobako, the movie. The series was, uh, or not series, geez, <laughs> this movie was licensed by Eleven Arts. Uh, it's animated by PA Works. It is a sequel to an existing TV series that has 24 episodes called Shirobako. The movie was released last year in Japan, uh, and we just got the screening this week, well, Tuesday here. So I figured, hey, why not? Let's talk about the movie. Obviously, (laughs) the context for this needs to be given. The TV series, it's an original TV series. It aired, what, five, six years ago? Yeah, 2014. I think it's licensed by Sentai in the US. I have not done an episode or discussion on the original Shirobako, but maybe I'll come back to it. Who knows? Um, It's just been a long time since I've actually watched it, so I'd need to do a rewatch to properly dive into it. But I can talk about the movie because I just saw it. (laughs) So I guess, I mean, there's not really, boy, it's hard to say that there are spoilers in this kind of series given the nature of the story, but if you have never seen the original Shirobako, this movie is probably not for you. I mean, I do think it does a pretty good job of introducing all the characters and recapping some of the TV stuff and then jumping in. So you could probably watch it, but it's not going to hit the same way if you haven't watched the original show. So just know that if you haven't watched the show, I am talking about the movie, which is a sequel set four years after the events of the show. Again, I don't really think this kind of series and story is something you need to worry too much about spoilers for, though, personally. But if if you are, you know, super concerned, go watch the show and movie and then come back. Okay, I'll, I'll just give like a brief rundown of the original show. Uh, I mean, boy, yeah, like a brief description of what it was. Essentially, it is an anime about making anime, not in the way that Keep Your Hands Off Azoken was about the creativity and like innovation and like passion of making anime. Chirobako is more about the like realistic workplace drama comedy of making anime at an animation studio. Our main characters are uh, Aoi Miyamori. She's a production assistant at Musashino Animation and later production manager. She well, she is our main character. Then there are other like central characters who formed uh, and were part of a high school animation club together who promised to make an anime together. Uh, you have Emma, Shizuka, Misa and Midori. Emma falls on the uh, key animator side or like the animator side. Shizuka falls on the voice actress side misa works or wants to work in uh, 3d computer animations and midori works on the like writing and script side so the five of them form essentially a group that can handle all of all might be a stretch but like the variety of aspects of making an animation they all have their like role to play and the story of the original series is about you know them going through their like lives trying to make careers out of their passion or like get into the actual fields that they want to 
to get work doing those things, trying to like, I mean, break into the industry in their respective roles, essentially. And, and through Aoi Miyamori, uh, I'm not, I'm honestly not sure which one I feel like calling Aoi or Miyamori. Most of the characters go by last names with each other, but some of them, you know, amongst themselves go by first names or like the group. And then some of them have nicknames, but anyway, um, Aoi goes, and since she is working as a production assistant, later production manager at Musashino, they're tasked throughout the show with like, you know, making anime. And so most of the girls, either through coincidence or determination or whatever, end up being able to work together on a series for Musashino. And that's kind of, you know, it ends up being like a culmination of their their hard work and dreams and stuff like that. There's a ton of other characters that make up, you know, every other potential role that people could be or that people do have when making anime in real life, you know, top to bottom of the chain, essentially. So four years after the events of the original series where, you know, they overcome time and budget and other various difficulties and whatnot in the series, you know, they make and finish what they're working on, you know, the TV series. It's a hit, things like that. Four years later is the movie. The movie starts off with kind of everyone being a bit down in the dumps, you know, after the success of the series that they they made in the original show, they were working on another original series that, and due to some like legal difficulties with uh, the title and like the production company and their contracting, it got canceled essentially. And basically the studio started becoming like a subcontractor and, you know, bled talent and everyone kind of went their separate ways. And so the first half of the movie is very much uh, getting the band back together or catching up with everyone, seeing where they are, establishing like a new goal, Aoi kind of coming to the realization that like she's not happy with where things stand. She's feels stagnant. All the girls kind of feel that way. And a lot of the other characters are stuck in various forms of ruts. And the first, you know, half of the movie is is establishing that setting that up and then setting up a chance for them to come back together and make a new original anime film and so you know things start looking up they start gathering all the characters back overcoming their own like personal issues or learning how to you know they they grow in in various ways and learn how to like move forward because a lot of them were starting to feel stagnant and frustrated in various ways very realistic in that respect i think one of the kind of core strengths of the original series was yes it was a definitely somewhat of an idealized version of reality they definitely did not show like the depths of struggle that people working in the anime industry go through they kind of hinted at it showed it a bit at a surface level or more for comedy or drama rather than like a serious problem you know that's a bit of critique you could make on this series but it's it i don't think it's intended to be like a documentary on the reality like the harsh reality of the ma industry that's not what it was so again don't go into this movie well if you watch your original shirobako series you're absolutely not going to go into this movie expecting that but if you're new to the franchise 
don't expect Shirobako to be like this super realistic look at things. It's it's not the intention. And this movie even, I would say, cuts out more of the struggles, given the time constraints, than the TV series even did. Once the plot started rolling, the characters were gathered together, everything started moving. You know, there, there's obviously conflict in the form of uh, this other studio. You know, I can't actually remember what, like, specifically how the other studio was involved, but the production committee in this particular, like, original animation film that our characters were working on was originally meant to be storyboarded by a director at this other studio that is, like, run by this super scummy president who delivers, like, four storyboards or something ridiculous uh, later than promised and said, yeah, I'll just give us another month or two. And, you know, it was already 10 months out from the premiere of this movie, which is outrageous. Uh, so I think Musashino was being like subcontracted to finish the film, stuff like that. They ended up taking it over and looking to finish it themselves. But then, you know, they get into some like legal squabbles over the contract and, you know, there's a risk of them having to cancel it again. So there's some conflict there, but in terms of actually making the movie uh, and the actual animation process of creating the film, all of that is kind of, I don't want to say montaged over, but not the focus. Because once the elements are all there, the team kind of is shown to just move forward and succeed. That I guess that's not the was not the like focus or, or theme of the movie. It wasn't to like retread ground on the difficulties of, you know, getting the key animation right or the 3D CG stuff right or, you know, the colors. Like they they touch on all of the various aspects like a little bit as the movie's being made, but the focus was definitely more on the coming back together, getting the uh, getting the group back together passion for making anime like rekindling that and generally just like checking in with and seeing all the the characters again so overall i well I don't, i'm not going to get into overall yet <laughs> i don't know why i'm moving on to overall thoughts uh but i think the film is not intended to like push the series forward i mean it, this is already what five years after the original came out it's not meant to like tread new ground and I don't think the movie does break new ground in, in terms of story, uh, story beats. It's actually very similar and reminiscent of the second half of the original series. You know, there's a conflict with another uh, entity in the original series. It was the original author, uh, manga author of the work they were adapting. In this one, it's with the other animation studio. There's a, I mean, there's really great scenes, fairly iconic uh, in the original of the director storming uh, in to meet with the manga author and in this one a similar one happens with Aoi and a new character introduced for the movie who storms this other studio and gives them the the what for and it, there's a lot of parallels in that respect not only the you know it's similar to getting the band together the first time like getting the band back together is inherently similar to getting the band together in the first place and I say all of this not as a criticism and I don't mind any of it I actually really really loved this movie so take all of this in not a negative light just to, i'm describing just the movie itself um it hits a lot of the same highs and lows as the second half of the original series 
It just does it in a movie format with overall a you know a very similar feel, which as someone who loved the original Shirobako, this movie was awesome to see a number of years later, you know, on the big screen. Absolutely worth it. I'm I was really surprised when they announced they were going to do an anime film because the series originally, you know, didn't need a continuation. It told the story it intended to tell. And while this is technically a continuation, I I don't think it like moved the series forward necessarily in a way that yes, it's a sequel. Yes, it's new like story. No, it's not intended to like open up new paths. There's a lot to love here and I do and especially the original series and this is, you know, undeniably a sequel, but don't go into expecting like some completely new like themes or storyline. But if you again, if you watch Shirobako, what you're going to come back for are the characters, the like the new character growth and interaction and seeing everyone again, because that that is something that the series does have. Seeing all the characters again, seeing them interact again, the humor and drama in all of that really does drive Shirobako and, you know, setting it in the context of making an anime TV series or in this case, making an anime film just stands to highlight all the characters and and their own like personalities, troubles ways to relate to them as they, you know, try to do their jobs while balancing, you know, budget, time, passion, and all of those things in order to like make this satisfying final product. So while I do say that this series or sorry, this film doesn't push like the themes of Shirobako forward in any way, you know, I'm not saying it needs to either, but it it does it doesn't. So in lieu of that, there's some really great new character moments and seeing everyone back together with them interacting. It's just, it was just pure joy seeing everyone doing new things together again, essentially for me, just the cast being the cast, making something new. And, you know, while the like story beats and and themes are, are similar to what we got in like the second half of the original series, that doesn't mean it's still not worth experiencing and I think the appeal there is absolutely still well appealing (laughs) Uh, in essence again I don't know why I keep summing things up but if you would all enjoy the original series in any way this movie will absolutely hit all of the same notes for you as it did for me at least personally it was fantastic wonderful in the same way that the series is so that's kind of my overall impression there of the film, or at least the the story and character bits in the film. A few really interesting um, things do happen in the film, uh, specifically related to the animation. So the TV series, it always looked good. I mean, PA work stuff looks good, and I like it. Um, but a TV series is somewhat inherently, or can be somewhat inherently a bit limited in, you know, scope animation, all of those things, budget, whatever. Budget doesn't necessarily dictate quality as people love to try and insinuate all the time. You're wrong. It doesn't. It is a factor. That's it. But anyway, this film was able to have a couple really good standout bits of animation that the original series 
you know, in the process of showing the TV series they were working on, we still got, we got some glimpses of like, you know, here's the TV anime series they're working on. And we got to see that the movie is able to do what movies do and takes it a step further. And we get some really cool looking shots in particular, I will say the final scene of the movie that we see towards the end of the like actual Shirobako movie, uh, that they reveal is fantastic um is a very very cool piece of animation and that was something actually really cool to see and it's you know maybe a bit meta that the ending of the movie they were making in the movie serves as you know some of the ending kind of catharsis one of the ending plot points of the movie that we were actually watching (laughs) um but it's a very cool piece and it definitely was reminiscent more of like the animation spectacle almost of something like keep your hands off Azoken. in that series you know we had some wild awesomely animated cool sequences that stemmed from our main character's imaginations in shirobako we we were shown similarly the anime like the animation that they were working on but it was always it wasn't it just didn't have that same punch that seeing Keep Your Hands Off Azoken's sequences did. I can confidently say I think they were able to achieve like a similar like showpiece segment um, with this finale, which was something really cool to see in Shirobako. There were definitely some really interesting like standout character moments in this film that I really enjoyed and like felt. Um, one really cool scene that I think did a pretty good job of like hammering you on the head in terms of some of the themes of like Shirobako as a whole, but is when our main group of girls goes to uh, teach kids how to basically animate something. They, they corral some kids and at a school as part of a deal and get them to help like making a simple bit of animation that they all then, you know, contribute to in their own specialties. Aoi is the, you know, production manager wrangling everyone and getting everything done and making sure it's all aligned and scheduled. Zuka does the voices, you know, once the anime's done. Emma was the one who drafted up the the actual keyframes and animation. Misa scans them in and to the computer, adds color, turns them into an actual moving, well, you know, animations rather than just singular images. And I'm guessing Midori kind of helped script what they were actually doing. I mean, they didn't like lay it out so firmly, but you know what their specialties are, obviously. So it was just really cool to see. And the way that they use the children to show and like re-motivate our characters and to kind of reintroduce them to why they got into this, why they enjoy what they're doing, like why they enjoyed this in the first place to help them all out of like various stages of like ruts and feeling like they're stagnant. It was kind of a cool way to help push the characters forward. I liked that scene. It's, it's not uncommon, you know, in storytelling to use kids like you, if you're stuck teaching someone else can help reinform you yourself. There's a give and take in teaching someone else something you get to help someone else grow but then also in turn they can help you like 
rediscover or re-experience that same knowledge or or excitement or joy like there's there's a give and take in teaching that i think this did a really good job of showing and there's a another really cool animated sequence within that uh so you, you can look forward to that i thought that was a really fun sequence basically well now i think it's properly time for me to give my overalls <laughs> to give my final thoughts um i've rambled a lot about various things for this story and i really love this movie i love shirabako i think it's fantastic i easily recommend this to literally anyone who's into anime even slightly even to people who aren't i think this is just a really good solid work that almost fundamental in terms of going forward like shows that people who like anime should just go watch I'm not saying it's some perfect masterpiece, you know, the best thing you'll ever watch. It's not what I'm saying. It's it's not even necessarily like my favorite or even like my favorite PA Works story, which if you're interested, that is The Eccentric Family. Anyway, <laughs> maybe I'll talk about that one one day. Um, written by one of my favorite authors, Tomihiko Morimi, who wrote Tatami Galaxy and The Night of Short Walk-On Girl and just learned that the Tatami Galaxy sequel novels that came out last year is getting an anime adaptation by Siren Saru, directed by Natsume Shingo, and boy am I excited for that. Sorry for the tangent. Anyway, this series, in a different way, is just so solid, so well done and executed with great characters, a nice, complete, finished story. Like, there's there's so little that would hold anyone back from watching, enjoying, or recommending this, in my opinion, that I I personally wholeheartedly recommend this, Shirobako in general. And the movie is more of Shirobako. That's the best way to think of it. It's it's another it's another, you know, two hours of Shirobako. And I'm super happy we got it. I really enjoyed seeing it in theater. I can't wait to, you know, rewatch the series and the movie one day. And I'll probably come back and maybe talk more in depth about the actual tv series itself but for now you'll have to make do with just this movie discussion so that's it shirabako the movie animated by pa works it's a sequel to the original tv series it's licensed by 11 arts i know this is after the screening but it was kind of the only way for me to talk about it obviously but if you haven't seen it and you've seen the original series go watch the movie go buy it Go watch it. It's fantastic. If you haven't seen Shirobako at all and you're listening to this, well, go watch it. Yeah, and, you know, that's it. Go watch Shirobako. It's fantastic. And then go watch the movie. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Thanks for listening. Follow my Twitter. I am DocPay for updates. And please, if you liked Occupied, leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Can't leave a review there? Go do it on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever. Every review helps. I'll catch you next time. <laughs>